With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Taliban marking a year since they seized the Afghan capital of Kabul. The quick takeover triggered a hasty escape, as you remember, of the country's Western-backed leaders, sent the economy into a tailspin, fundamentally transformed the country. Uh, bearded Taliban fighters today staged a small victory parade on foot, bicycles, motorcycles in the streets of the capital. One small group marching past the former U.S. embassy chanting, long live Islam. And you just got to believe. Oh, and, and death to America. Oh, well, you got to throw that in there. It's I mean, just it must be so hard to take this day in if you served. Jeez. Do you remember uh, Rob Ford? He was a mayor of Toronto. Yes. Kind of a Chris, Chris Farley-looking character yeah. that got into a lot, a lot of, of trouble, a lot of cocaine, yeah. a lot of interesting things. His brother, one of his brothers, is also a politician. Um, his brother's name is Doug Ford, and he's the premier in Ontario, I believe it is, uh, basically the governor of Ontario. He's doing a news conference over the weekend about some infrastructure program, blah, 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 and swallowed a bee. While he was talking. Oh, God. You got to listen to this. Jacob, hit my thing so that this we can give us. That's your fault, not mine. Oh, it's my fault because it's turned so far down. Coming from the health sector. Sorry. <laughs> Holy Christ. I just swallowed a bee. Holy Christ. I knew that little bugger. Holy Christ. Yeah, he said it. Not me. That's bad. I'm good. He's down here buzzing around right now. He has a lot of he has a lot of real estate. Now, if that was in the clip, Point okay, yeah. this is going to be replayed over and over again, and that just made Colin DeMello's day. He's going to be laughing all the way back to the sea. How did he know it was a bee? Holy Christ! He's he's wedged in my throat. Sorry, guys. A little bugger got away in there. <laughs> get get the man oh, into some I'm water. Okay. He's buzzing in there. Uh, he's buzzing in there. He was trying to drink water at the same time. So there was a bee. There's a different shot from the side. You can see the bee like flying around oh, his face. Really? And then so he goes, <gasps> he breathes in. Oh, right, God. Right as he's saying a new sentence. And it. <laughs> Holy Christ. It's like that movie just, Candyman. That's exactly what I. That's not at all what I was thinking. So I wonder the other final story. Yeah. Your point about how people think I'm a D around here. Yeah. So we're sitting next to Darren. <laughs> Darren's one of our sales guys, right? And he's been around here for a long time, almost as long as I've been here. And we used to do those shows all the time down in Orange County, the handle shows. We do it here. We do it in Morongo, all those sorts of things. We could never do those again. But he said he has to convince people around here that I'm a fun and a funny guy. How did he say that? Just like that. Oh, no, no. He's not serious all the time. He's really fun. Like, he dressed up as uh, he dressed up as uh, the crocodile hunter one time and the oh, Pope another time. Yeah, see, and he wore a mesh top the other time. It's your outfits and your face <laughs> that lend itself to the narrative that you're Mr. Serious. Well, and then I went like this. <laughs> That's all. I'm a fun guy. I'm really fun. I am a good time. I am a good time. And You've got funny. to spread your goodness around here. I came in with a smile today. Yeah. 
it's just that there's no one to spread it to. Mm. How are you supposed to f- spread your funness when um, everyone's... Double Bills were here today. Oh. They were sitting in the sales area back there. Who's the other Bill? The other sales guy, Bill. Who's the other? Who oh, is he? Stop it. Never mind. You've introduced yourself to him before. Oh, is this the one that asked me how to do a screen grab of a PC? Yes. And you went, no. Nah. <laughs> Albert Cavallo, Alberto Cavallo is the new superintendent for LA Unified, having his first glorious, wonderful first day of school today. There is a crisis across America. Teachers are not paid, compensated, or respected sufficiently. They are scapegoated too much. That's not the case in LA. We began the recruitment process. Uh, before the end of last school year, throughout the summer, we hired in excess of 1,500 teachers. This is the first time in over a decade I can assure every parent there will be a qualified, compassionate teacher in front of every single kid. They should expect nothing less. Uh, which is great. Uh, that He says that there's nearly a 1,000, just over 200 classroom teaching positions are open around 1,000 schools because of the ramp up of recruitment that he's talking about, leaving the district 99% fill rate, which is wonderful. I want him to make sure that we have qualified teachers. I'm not leaning on the compassionate teachers. I'm leaning on the qualified teachers. That's the most important thing is that our kids know what the hell is going on as they get into uh, their later teen and uh, adult years. All of the COVID protocols, by the way, not all of them, but basically they're gone. No more weekly testing at LA Unified. No more regular daily pass check-ins are a result of this. Part of it has to do with the CDC recommendations that changed last week. Um, That is all fantastic news. Instead of weekly testing, they said they're going to do response testing for COVID. So only if you've got symptoms or only if you were exposed to an infected person will you have to be tested. So this should make uh, school getting back to school a little bit easier. The problem is they still have to deal with absenteeism at LA Unified. Absolutely. 50% of our kids last year were chronically absent, missing in excess of 10% of instructional opportunity. That cannot be the case this year. Particularly uh, when we talk about black and brown kids, kids well, in poverty. Well, it's not going to be the case if you have an actual school to send so them ground. to instead of the time to Zoom calls where I'm a lot of these kids don't even have the money to have any school, sort of computer at home. Safe, That's uh, why you don't have protection a attendance. Place, uh, free breakfast, free lunch. Come to school every single day. This is the time. This is the moment uh, to accelerate educational opportunity for all kids. I'm so tired of this is the moment, meet the moment, moment. That's your. The moment funny. is past. That's the bee in your mouth, but mine is the uh, the um, speak truth to power thing. Oh yeah, everybody talks about it. It's coming from the health sector. <laughs> Um, There was a study that was released on Friday, spent a lot of time looking into it over the weekend because I'm fascinated by this kind of a thing, how you can predict weather going forward. Um, And a guy named Daniel Swain is a climate scientist and co-author of this study from UCLA and described that we could see entire cities lose their water supply in California. Nope, I'm sorry, that's not what he said. He said climate change is increasing the risk of flooding that could submerge cities and displace millions of people around the state. It says an extreme month-long storm could bring feet of rain. In some places, more than 100 inches to hundreds of miles of California. And while this sounds unlikely, it has happened before. California has experienced severe floods throughout the century, including 1969, 86, 97, 
But a flood from further back, the Great Flood of 1862, is being eyed by researchers as the threat to California that grows by the day. It occurred 160 years ago. I did the math for you. And the flood (laughs) illustrates that the threat is not merely theoretical. That these storms happen every 100 to 200 years. But, well, yes. And it was also preceded by drought. And they claim that this was before global climate change. So what Daniel Swain is saying is we are seeing a warmer planet now. So the normal 100 to 200 year flood, whatever this is, could be even worse than what happened in 1862. Somewhere Dennis is like... I doubt it. It's estimated that this flood that happened in 1862, if it happened today, would be a disaster that reaches a trillion dollars in damage and lost property. A trillion. And in 1862, the flow of water created a huge inland sea, an area at least 300 miles long, leaving central and southern California underwater for up to six months. Flood waters stretched as wide as 60 miles across. Okay. Now, let's also talk about the fact that in 1862, the levee system that we know today did not exist. The water capture system that we had today have today does not did not exist. The bypasses, the collection of reservoirs, none of that stuff existed in 1862. So, it's it's hard for me to believe that the—I'm not saying that we can't get floods. I mean, there were just floods in Guerneville, for example, in 19, uh, 2019 up along the Russian River. There are places that flood on a regular basis in California. But the researchers say they used high-resolution weather models, existing climate models, to compare a couple of extreme scenarios— one that would occur about once a century in the historical climate of recent decades, and another in what they said was the projected climate later in this century, and that both would involve a long series of storms fueled by atmospheric rivers over the course of a month. The other thing is they said even if you could forecast this thing out, even if you could determine that we were in the right in the middle of an atmospheric river or the one was bearing down on the state that we were going to have massive flooding, you couldn't evacuate the people that needed to be evacuated, even with weeks notice. Because they're talking about five to 10 million people that would have to be evacuated out of the way of the floodwaters, which to me seems completely impossible. I think we need a great flood. Oh, you want to thin? You want to thin, thin the herd a little bit? I'm not saying thin the herd. I'm just saying uh, we need a bath. We need like a big bath in this state just to wash things. Things are dirty. Can we wash away some of the people <laughs> who feel like they need to bring their dogs everywhere? No, we cannot. Why not? And you're now see now you've now you're triggering people. I love dogs. Mm-hmm. I am I'm fascinated by who they are and what they mean to humans. I love my dog, but if you're so broken that you have to put dogs in a stroller to take them shopping with you— I don't you, think that you should be let out of your community in your house, because sometimes when you get out in the general pop, 
Yeah. You're horrified. Like, remember when you went to the mall in Glendale a while back? Yeah. And you were traumatized for like a week. And I was you were only exposed there, to the general pop. I was only there for like 10 minutes. But, yeah, I walked in the <laughs> yeah. store and walked out and that was it. And now you've had like I, a whole weekend in the general pop. But and, here's the thing. This is what bothers. I mean, there's a couple things that bother me about it. Listen, <laughs> your dog is not as well behaved as you think it is. Period. And if you are a slight person, whether you're a smaller man or an average sized woman and your dog is big and you can't control that dog, don't leave the house. Don't go outside with it. That's an animal that you can't control. It's going to hurt somebody. Or I think this is just destroy what was a nice quiet brunch on the beach. I think what's happening here is it's not about the dogs. And it's, if you're tough enough that you're going to get calf tattoos of like the devil with a with a uh, I don't know ace of spades or something like that, but you're also pushing a stroller with two little pugs in it. This is not about the pugs. This is the fact that your baby girl no is no, no longer a teenager. That's not what it is. Your kids have officially been raised. There's no teenagers left, and that's what this is about. And I might just say that you have nothing to be sad about. You've done a bang-up job. Your wife has done a bang-up job. And now you can enjoy the fruits of your labors of uh, raising children. Does that include taking my dog to places where they don't belong? Wayne Gretzky is in trouble with the law. There's a new lawsuit that was filed in L.A. today. It says that Wayne Gretzky lied about dropping pounds by chewing gum. And there's a guy suing him over it, claiming that this lie about losing weight while chewing gum cost him $10 million. Apparently, he and his wife, Wayne Gretzky and his wife, had some sort of overeating management gum that they were peddling. And uh, Wayne said that he dropped 35 pounds in two months chewing this gum. And apparently it was a lie. This guy didn't know he was lying, so he invested a bunch of money in the companies. Now he says he's out $10 million. If you're stupid enough <laughs> to, to invest in chewing gum that makes you lose weight to the tune of $10 million, then you're $10 million fewer dumb. Well, I mean, it's, I guess it's on how much you could lose weight. I mean, chewing gum is a calorie burner, right? Yeah, but not enough for you to lose weight. Huh. Uh, and Hayes died again. Oh, no, not again. You mean officially? Finally. If I get any more alerts saying Anne Heche has died, I mean, I've had him every day for, it seems, a, a week. Well, yeah. Since the crash. Since the crash. Um, but they finally found apparently somebody to match uh, the organs that they were going to donate. So they, they removed her from uh, from life support. Former President Trump, did you see this story? Attempted to convey a message to Attorney General Merrick Garland? No. Uh, following the FBI search of his Mar-a-Lago residence, a new report, according to the New York Times, Trump wanted Garland to know that he had been speaking with people around the country and that they were mad about the FBI search. The message that Trump allegedly wanted to convey to Garland, again, this is, according to the New York Times, anonymous source, quote, the country is on fire. What can I do to reduce the heat? Yeah, he said to Fox News, people are so angry at what is taking place. And he said that the temperature has to be brought down. 
Okay, so when you see that and you hear that, there are some people who believe that that was a veiled threat to the Attorney General of the United States, as opposed to, hey, I don't want this to go any further. Hey, I don't want this to cause any more problems. Whatever you guys need, let's just do this. Let's hash it out. Let's figure it out. Whatever. Well, he said there has never been a time like this where law enforcement has been used to break into the house of a former president of the United States. And there is tremendous anger in the country at a level that has never been seen before other than during very perilous times. Now, yeah, I can understand the argument that people want to be a part of whatever base he's firing up. People want to be in his camp. Uh, the Trump supporters want to be in his camp. And here he's saying, you're angry. You're angry. So what is that going to do? It's going to make you angry. It's it's telling you how you should feel. Confirmation bias. Exactly. Yeah. But I, I, the idea, though, that it's a veiled threat to the attorney general, it's, I thought uh, was kind of a stretch. Well, yeah. But, I mean, it is kind of suggesting that people be angry and who are the people that get the angriest those are the people that we see do stupid stuff like storm the capital in their furs we have some uh local stories to tell you about uh that we have been watching for the last several well the last week and a half or so was the story about kylie rodney she's a 16 year old who vanished from a campground um up near Truckee on Earlier this week, Tuesday, cops released a photo of her captured on surveillance footage before she went missing. She was wearing uh, a black, what is this, why did they say a one-piece? It's a bodysuit. Is it just, I thought it was just a tank top. But No, it's a tank top. You know what a bodysuit is. Yeah. I know. You remember, you went I through do. the 90s. I did, I lived. You probably had to take a couple of those off. Uh but they uh, believe that uh, that Kylie may have worn a sweatshirt later on in the night, which she loaned was loaned from a friend. And the t-shirt, sorry, the sweatshirt reads, "You don't want to be forgotten. You just want to disappear." It's just a coincidence. Isn't, it's a Lana Del Rey, uh, Lana Del Rey quote from a poem. From a poem, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, they they continue to look for Kylie Rodney. There's a 14 year old girl, Natalia Perez Rivera, who's missing from Oakland. Police are asking for help in locating her. She was last seen Saturday morning wearing black sweatpants. Her family said she's in good physical and mental shape. She's uh, said she may be going to Washington Square in San Francisco, but they don't know where she is. Hey, I've got a question about uh, the the missing girl from Truckee, Kylie Rodney, the girl in the sweatshirt. She had an iPad in her car. Is there a way for Apple to find that iPad? Would they do that, or is that one of their privacy problems? That is a good question. I don't know. I mean, obviously, if you have it turned on, um, you can see where the iPad is. Because uh, I'm, I'm, I, like, I have my wife has an iPad. I just don't know if I have it. All I've got on my phone is my phone, my computer, which is at home. Oh, there's other devices. Let's see. I've got my wife's watch on there. Ah, where is she? Do you really want to know? Yeah. Uh, let me see. Let's stalk her. Oh, she's at uh, she's at coffee with a friend. Oh. So, yeah, but I don't have an iPad on there. Interesting. So anyway, you could, I guess. Yeah. We cannot be the first people to have thought of that. No. Okay. No. Just we, making sure. Yeah. If, if we are, 
That's nah, not good. <laughs> that is a big problem. Uh, and then the Kristen Smart trial continues in Monterey County as well. Um, the trials for Paul Flores and uh, Ruben Flores. Paul Flores, of course, is the former Cal Poly student who was accused of raping and killing Kristen Smart back in 1996. His father, uh, whose trial is being heard by a separate jury, is accused of helping hide Kristen's body and cover up for his son. Um, at this point, continues to be just a lot of uh, evidence. It's not hard evidence, shall we say. And it is going to be tough for the prosecutors in San Luis Obispo County to prove their case. But they're putting on a lot of this circumstantial evidence. A red-eye train between L.A. and San Francisco. God, what would you call that? A heroin Express? <laughs> Needles fly free? I don't know. But uh, those are, it's so sad. One of my buddies, he wanted to take his wife somewhere nice for a weekend. And he said, I'm thinking about San Francisco. And it broke my heart to say, do not take her to San Francisco. It broke my heart because I used to love the city. Yeah. And now it's like, no, 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 no. Don't take your wife there. Like, I, I, and part of it's, I don't even know. I haven't been to the city for so long. I used to go all the time. And now I just have no desire to go and deal with the detritus that has become those seven square miles. My sister was driving through last weekend and they were going to pick up their son down in Orange County from the airport before they went to Disneyland for the weekend. And she's there. His flight was delayed a couple of hours. And she says, well, what should we do before we go to, before we go to John Wayne airport? I was like, nothing. Stay on the freeway until you get to the airport and then go to your hotel and go to Disneyland. There's nothing between here and there that you're going to want to stop and watch. You're not going to want to go to Santa Monica. You're not going to want to go to Venice. You're not going to want to go to Hollywood Boulevard. You are not going to want to see any of that. Just stuff. cross ferrets, gerbils, hedgehogs. You cannot have squirrels, monkeys, nor raccoons or chipmunks. Who gets to tell me what I keep as a pet? I know you don't like this. You're very libertarian. And I'm not going to I'm not going to take my gerbil to the uh, to the you if know, to the beachfront diner for breakfast. No, you're not. You're going to keep your gerbil at home with you. Yes, at home, close to myself. And yeah, I know you like my I mean, I think it's safe to say that they listen to the show. Why else would they come out with that song? I don't know. Randomly. I mean, to, to just to... look at that booty, show me the booty, give me the booty, I want the booty, back up the booty. I mean, they saw something and they ran with it. They ran with it. Yes, they did. So there was a breathless article about the romanticism that is. A red-eye train between Los Angeles and San Francisco. I mean, I feel like I can smell that train. <laughs> I love train travel. I think it's wonderful. I love Especially getting when... on the train. I love Union Station. I love getting on the train. I love going to San Diego, catch a Padres game. I'm actually going to do that. that Not, sounds like a delight. Like maybe I think it's, it's nice this weekend trip. or next weekend. Anyway, it's around now. And around I, I, now, are you doing it today? Because no, it's not today. today. All right, but uh, it, it's a great time. It's just now, and especially like the parts where you go through the tunnels and you see the dinosaurs. Those are my favorites. That's Disneyland. Really. But it's a train. It is a train. It's a people mover. Um, but. It's just not what it used to be. No. Now they'll let anybody on the trains. They're not checking tickets because it's racist, and uh, and they've just gotten 
gamey well, and scary. I'm assuming, and I wouldn't know for sure because I would set my uh, my fine fancy booty 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 on the on the uh, actual train, but that Amtrak is still has some amount of control over who it is that boards and doesn't board. This piece by Bill Buchanan in the San Francisco Chronicle says that in-state travel is big in California. Partly just, I mean, we're a big state, so it's necessary for us to go from one place to the other. San Francisco to L.A. is one of the nation's busiest flight corridors. He also says the freeways are all crowded. Hold on a second. If you've driven anywhere north of the grapevine, you know that once you get past Tahone Pass— it opens up pretty significantly. And yeah. unless there's construction, you're really not going to see a massive amount of traffic on I-5. Amtrak already operates six daily trains between L.A. and San Francisco. All of them actually leave Oakland, not San Francisco. But between 7 a.m. and 5.30, and it'll take probably eight, nine hours to get there because of the multiple stops, etc. And it plans to keep growing those five, uh, six daily trains. But they said that there's not one overnight, and there hasn't been one overnight since, I think it's the early 80s. Who wants to fall asleep with people who are shooting heroin in the next car? I would not sleep easy on a train from L.A. to San Francisco. And to your point, I know I can get there quicker in my car, and no one's shooting heroin in my passenger seat. Well, and imagine, I, I agree with Bill Buchanan in that this is a romanticized version, and it would be wonderful if this could happen. He described the best night train ever to connect L.A. and San Francisco was called the Lark. It was operated by it was the, in Southern, the 80s. Southern Pacific Railroad on the tracks along the coast. It's a simpler time. You leave San Francisco and L.A. at about 9 o'clock daily. You arrive at the other end of your trip about 12 hours later, which is perfect. You leave at 9 at night. You show up about 8, 30, 9 o'clock the next morning ready for whatever, business meetings, wedding, vacation, whatever it is. They said that the... Um, elegant, sophisticated car featured a dining area, a half-moon bar, and a lounge. It had a telephone that passengers could use, which, of course, was innovative for the 1950s and is not so innovative anymore. Today, Amtrak schedule shows an Amtrak throughway bus scheduled to leave San Jose at 11.45 and get you to Santa Barbara at 6.30 in the morning where you can catch a train to L.A. about 30 minutes later and then make your way into uh, into downtown Los Angeles. It's this the idea that this is sort of a, a necessary thing, the idea that we need a train that runs between L.A. and San Francisco. Again, he points out we've already got six daily trains between those two areas, between L.A. and the Bay Area, not to mention the dozens, if not more, airplanes that go – uh, or air routes that go from, you know, four or five major airports in L.A. and Southern California to the three or four airports that are serving the Bay Area now. The idea that a train overnight is going to be anything other than just a romantic way to get from one place to the other, it's, it's just not necessary, which is why we've railed against the stupid bullet train forever. Just because you... You know, flights used to be romantic, too, but now you go and everyone's in stained sweatpants. We just don't have these romantic uh, trips anymore. They bring their dogs. They bring their dogs and put them in strollers. Steve Gregory and I were talking about uh, kids on airplanes, and I've always felt, when I had to take kids on airplanes, I was always very 
conscious of the fact that I know that there are people who don't like kids on airplanes. He said, just put them on a bus mm -hmm. and meet them there wherever you're going. Yeah. Which would be fine. Just it, it, all legal. kids bus. Know. You know, and, just throw them all in there. An all kids bus. Whenever I'm on a flight and I've got a screaming baby, I take video of it and send it to Jacob. Why? Just to, you know, pump the brakes on his uh, baby making. Keep him away from the booty. Because you can be thinking about booty all day, but when you get the screaming baby. Yeah. It gets in the way. It sure does. Gets right in between you and that booty. When we come back, we're going to do all of our trending stories. we got our sports roundup. There's a lot that went on in sports over the weekend. Remember when your kids were young enough to be crying babies? I see what you're doing, and it's not And now work. they're in their 20s? It's not going to work. In their 20s. Your kids are in their 20s. That's crazy to me. When did that happen? Well, 20 years ago. The days are long, I, but the years are short. My wife and I loved each other very much. And when two people loved each other, they tear each other's clothes off. Oh. And then... And then... Okay, it's over. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you got the point then, right? Okay. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.